guys. Happy Monday. Welcome back. I'm Maddie, your host for the Mic'd Up with Maddie podcast. I'm very happy to be back on the mic. It's been a minute. Happy late holidays. Um, I did warn you guys, though, that I didn't know how often I would be having an episode during the holidays. So you had a warning. Uh, Definitely wanted to put one out like for Christmas Day and for New Year's Day. But oh my gosh, like you guys... If this gives you any idea of how busy I've been, I have not gotten my nails done for over a month. I am usually an on the dot every three weeks nail girly, and it has been over a month. That's how busy it was, because by the time like it was the week to get my nails done, it was like the week before Christmas, and it was just nuts, and family time, and all the things. And I'm a little bit dejected feeling right now. Because I had a break today, I was gonna go get my nails done. I scheduled an appointment with my girl. Um, I go to this like just salon or whatever, and so I book it like through the salon. I'd called yesterday, like she had an opening, whatever. I'm like super excited, mind you, too, like because one, like new year, new nails, like whatever, and like it's been so freaking long. I feel like I've not been able to like have self care just because it's been so nuts. I show up and they're like, I was like, hey, like, is so-and-so here? Like, I have my 1230 appointment. And the guy that, like, runs the salon was like, oh, yeah, no, she's sick. Like, she's out today, super sick. And I was like, okay, like, so should I was like, but I had my 1230. Like, should I just call and reschedule then? Um, And he was like, yeah, gave me her, like, her personal number and... Then that was that I just like walked out and I don't know, maybe I should have gone about it differently and like said, oh, is there anyone else here that could do my nails? But I honestly really, really like the way that my girl does my nails and now not having them done for a month, I'm like, I can't have crappy nails. Not that anyone there does them crappy, but like you have your person, like I don't trust anyone else to do them. So yeah, if I'm a little bit more mellow on the podcast today... (laughs) It's because I'm a little irritated, but I figured what a better time, like there's no better time to record the podcast because now I have like an hour 15 break. So hi, hello, happy new years. Um, So yeah, I still don't have my nails done. And you guys, to be honest with you, I kind of want to get them off. Like I've literally had nails on since I graduated high school. I think, no, I maybe even had them during my senior year. I did take a break for a little bit, but pretty much I've had acrylics on since then. And it's great, right? Like I love it. My hands look so much prettier. Like I feel like they look thinner because it like elongates my nail or my like hand. But today just kind of made me like so fed up. Like, and this hasn't been like the first thing that like has been an inconvenience. Like, it's just a pain. Like my schedule's kind of all over the place. I can never trust that like the nail place will be on time. Like sometimes I get there and I'm waiting for 20 minutes for them to start my appointment. And it's like, so I try to not take, like go get my nails done between clients because I'm not going to move a client back just because my nail place screwed me over and is taking too long. You know what I mean? So... That's just been a pain. And so to like try to figure out scheduling and I already figure out scheduling like with my lashes, which always works great. But I'm like, when you have like multiple appointments, you have to like schedule and stuff. It like kind of stresses me out, (laughs) which sounds so privileged, but I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one that feels this way, but I'm like, 
I seriously was texting my husband before and I was like, I'm just going to rip them off. Like I'm over it. Like I don't even care. But then I love how my hands look. So I'm like, dang it. But also I never look at someone's hands and I'm like, Ooh, they don't have their nails done. You know what I mean? So I'm like, maybe I should just take them off. Let my nail beds breathe. Let it be. Maybe I'll like start doing like the gel X or whatever. Cause I do acrylic, like full on acrylic. I've always done acrylic. Um, and I know that's horrible for my nails, but it is what it is. So we will see. But anyways, today's podcast is not about me complaining about my first world problems and my nails. <laughs> um, but I did figure we would, it's a new year, right? Like lots have happened. The holidays are past. I figured we would just catch up, kind of chit chat about some things that I want to do in the new year, some goals that I accomplished last year. Um, definitely do not think this is like a power of one more like type of podcast right now. Nothing against Ed Milet, but if you're coming for some like new year's motivation, I, that's not me. I did not set resolutions. I do not have goals. I have like just straight vibes I want to go into the year with. Um, yeah, I, I kind of want to approach and I'll get into this a little bit later after our pod thoughts, but This year, I want to approach it with doing everything I can to like better my mental health and better myself for the people around me, if that makes sense. Like, of course, I want to like do things for me too, like work out and exercise and be healthy. But I also want to be like the best wife I can be. I want to be the best sister I can be. Um, Just kind of things like that. So I'll get into that obviously later. But Figured we'd kind of start off with some pod thoughts. Um, And I do have to preface this first one with like, I have the utmost respect for like spirituality and all the things I have a very like, I, I have a lot of respect for it. And I know that it works for a lot of people. But with that being said, <laughs> the hippy dippy stuff, you guys, I can't. I'm done with it. I'm done. And and it's not even like the people that are like actually into it. I think it's just because spirituality has become such a trend, dare I say. Um, and kind of like the, the psychology and like therapy talk to like words like boundaries and trauma bond. And, and I know I have talked about the boundaries one before, but I think what people are misunderstanding about like the spirituality thing and protecting your peace and having boundaries, what I hear a lot pretty often from, from people that are talking, you know, just on like TikTok or the internet or whatever is the way that they explain spirituality is almost more of this, like for me, for me, protect my peace, block all the other people out that are affecting me. And like, I hate to break it to you guys, but if you took everyone out of your life that created a minor inconvenience made you anxious, made you stressed, made you maybe feel a different emotion than perfectly happy all the time, you'd probably be alone, which to me sounds a little bit more depressing. (laughs) And, and I'm not saying like, don't cut out the people in your life that, that are causing major issues. I just think we need to remember that like, that's not spirituality. That's, I don't know, like maybe this is mean of me to say, but like, it's just being an a-hole. Like, you can't cut every single person out of your life. I mean, if you want to like pop off, but we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes, right? Like I'm sure I've caused someone anxiety in my life. I do my best to not, but I'm sure I've caused contention with people or 
caused anxiety or or made someone you know not feel you know feel another emotion other than happy like i was saying um i've definitely had people in my life that have have caused anxiety caused frustration caused sadness whatever but you have to kind of gauge where you're at with it and like how much you can take right like i definitely hold boundaries um with, with people in my life and i think it's a great practice to have however I'm not going to cut out every single person that's like, quote unquote, like done me dirty because that's just not how the world works. Like we're all human. None of us are perfect. And I think if we started approach, like to me, this is spirituality. If we start approaching things with love and with calmness and with understanding and understood that, you know, maybe this person isn't perfect. Maybe this person cut me off on the road because their wife is in labor or, you know what I mean? Like, and yes, have boundaries, but like that to me is having a higher vibration than just cutting everyone off to protect your peace. I don't know. Maybe I'm alone in that, but just a thought, um, kind of in that same thing, like, like the buzzwords, I don't know, like twin flame, boundaries, healing, trigger, like you got, you, they're great when used correctly, but I feel like we just overuse them and not to use this word now, but like, it almost triggers me. Like, I'm like, Oh, like I just don't. And maybe it's because I've had a lot of, I've, I've been really blessed to like have a lot of therapy throughout my life. Um, but I just, I use different words to explain the things and, you know, like narcissism and narcissists are a big thing. And anyone that's done you wrong is basically a narcissist and has narcissistic tendencies. And kind of like I was saying before, like if we just approach things with love and I'm not saying like just lay down on the ground and let everyone walk all over you. Absolutely not. But I feel like if we just approach things with love and and that understanding, like I think we would all be in a little bit better of a place. So... Anyways, that's my my Buddhist thought for today. <laughs> Anyways, um, and this one's not as this is my last pod thought. This is definitely not as serious as the last two were. Okay, the soliciting signs on people's doors. How are we feeling about that? Because if someone knocks on my door and they're like a sales bro or you know, like the missionaries or someone selling something or or basically anyone other than a friend or family member that I'm expecting or like the mail lady or like FedEx, I'm probably not going to answer it. Not because I don't want to talk to them or whatever. Half the time it's because I'm home alone Um, because I work from home and my husband doesn't. So I don't feel like whoever it is, I just don't usually feel safe answering but if I want to, you know, if it is someone that I'm like, oh, like, you know, or it looks like maybe a neighbor or something, I'll answer the door. But especially in the realm of like solicitors, if I don't want to answer it, I just don't. Um, And that's that. I don't have a soliciting sign on my door. Like, and maybe someone that has one, like, or has had a lot of problems with this could explain it to me. Because like, we were on a walk the other day um, with my my parents And we were kind of talking about it because so many of the houses in my neighborhood have like no soliciting signs. And I'm like, why though? First of all, none of them are cute. Like none of them are aesthetically pleasing. And you know, my Libra self loves, loves an aesthetically pleasing moment. So, so there's my first thought. 
second of all, why? Like, just don't answer your door. And I think we all have those little peepholes or you can like look through a window. And like, I have no shame. If a sales bro sees me like looking through my window to see who it is and I don't answer, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm never going to see them again. Like, it is what it is. And honestly, I'm too nice. Like, when I do answer the door, like, I mean, my husband does sales. So I understand like what they're going through. And I'm not about to shut the door in someone's face. I'll just not answer. I feel like that's a better thing to do than to like, you know what I mean? So anyways, yeah, let's let's put the soliciting signs away. They're tacky. They're not cute. If you find a cute one, please send it my way. I would love to see it because I don't think they exist. But but yeah, let's let's not let's not do that. Okay, so now let's get into a little holiday recap. I really didn't do a ton, a ton, but I figured I'll just like run through all the things. Um, I do want to start off by saying anyone that is in a divorced family, married or whatever, like anyone that visited multiple families this year or like every year, I commend you and my thoughts and my prayers and my heart is with you. It is really stressful, okay? It's the most beautiful thing to have big families and multiple families, but it is really stressful. So just know <laughs> I was thinking about you this year. I was feeling just as stressed and, and I love you for that. And I'm glad that you got through it. We're now done. The holidays are done. So you're, you've checked that off your list for the year till, till next year. Right. Um, yeah, it was a little bit crazy. So if, if you guys don't, if you're new to the podcast, I do lashes for my full-time job and Typically, when I take time off, I obviously have to like front load or back load, like and add extra clients on. So the week before was nuts. <laughs> I also got a head cold and a head cold is hard because it's like you're not sick enough to like not do anything. And I wasn't contagious either. And so I really was just like stuffy and just felt like woozy in the head kind of and just felt tired. So I didn't really like feel like I should cancel my clients, which was great because I, I don't know where I would have put them. I would have probably had to work like the day right after Christmas. So yeah, it was just a crazy week, really nuts. And then being sick, I like had no energy to like work out. I felt nauseous, all the things. So it was just, I, I called it my hell week and, and not because of work. Like work was great. It was really busy, but that's really fulfilling to me, but just all the other craziness. So then we, so my parents, my mom and my stepdad flew in to stay with us the 24th. So we spent, I think it was Friday with my dad. So I got to see my dad and my sisters and we do kind of just like a little Christmas dinner, exchange presents, like just kind of a chill thing. He's got little ones. So they want to like stay home and do their thing on Christmas day, which is totally fine. Um, and then Saturday was really, really fun. My husband and I actually got to go up to Salt Lake and you guys, this was like, I could have called it a day after this. Like I did not need Christmas after this. Like it was the most magical thing. Sometimes my favorite trips with him are our literal like one night staycations and it's just the best thing. So we went up to Salt Lake. We kind of did like the city creek thing it's just like if you don't live in utah it's just a big mall um and just kind of see like we didn't have anything we needed to buy so it made it really really chill because we got to kind of like watch everyone like the hustle and bustle of like prepping for christmas and it was just cute it was just like the holiday vibes we were in the lights it's cold we have coats on um it was such a vibe and then we went and grabbed some food 
And we stayed at the Little America, just kind of a couple minutes from the mall. And it's just beautiful. It's like old timey fancy. And we went and saw like the Macy's windows and saw the lights and came home, had a little dessert and just went to bed. Like it was just so nice. And the reason that we did that was every year, uh, one of the traditions that like my husband and I have, have had since we got married is we go to the Nutcracker on Christmas Eve or as close as we can get to Christmas Eve. So this year we were able to get tickets for Christmas Eve. So the, And it was on a Sunday, obviously. So that's why we went and like stayed up in Salt Lake. We figured, we knew like it was going to get crazy with family. Let's just take like a night, like you and me, no stress. It's fine, whatever. So that made things really, really nice. And then by the time we got home from the Nutcracker on Sunday, my parents were there. My brother went and picked them up and everything, which was super nice. So we got to do Christmas Eve just in my home with like my mom, my stepdad, and my siblings. We did, I don't know if you guys have seen like the TikTok trend, but it's all of the um, like minute to win it games. You guys, oh my gosh, they're so fun. <laughs> like, why have I never done this? We saved all the, cause like we kind of DIY'd it. Like you need just like, like marshmallows and like just random little like things around your house. Um, so we kind of saved everything to like use it next year. Oh my gosh. That was like, first of all, it takes you like all night. Cause we had like five or six people. So everyone's like taking a minute to play the game or whatever. So by the time you're done, it's like a couple hours have already gone by. And it was just such a fun kind of different thing than we usually do for Christmas Eve. And definitely made us all exhausted by the time we were done. We were like ready to go to bed. Um, but it was just super chill, super low key. And then we woke up Christmas morning. We were trying to like kind of plan to get to my in-laws like as as soon as we could to the time that they kind of wanted us there. I know that they were going to do like a big meal for lunch. And so, of course, though, like we only had adults in our house. Like my little brother's 20. And he was the youngest that was opening gifts on Christmas morning. So like no one is waking up early. Like none, none of us were up at like 6 a.m. to open gifts. I did get up, I think, around like 7.30ish and did like a little workout. But other than that, we didn't start opening gifts till like 11 o'clock. So we definitely tried to like kind of rush everyone through. But again, I didn't like my parents flew out here. I didn't want to rush everyone. And so by the time we wrapped up with that, had some breakfast my husband and I packed up our dog and we got to go over to my in-laws, which was super fun. So then we did like a meal with them, did some gifts, did some games, kind of just the regular like Christmas shebang. And then from there, we came back home. Basically, let's see. Oh, we went and saw a movie. So I had already seen Wonka, but my sister and my husband hadn't. So we went and saw that. Gosh, it was so late. You guys like nine or 10 was when the movie started. So I don't think we got home till like one. <laughs> And then I had like an early workout class the next morning, which was fine. I did have the 26 off. And one thing that's made me realize, like I, I just put things into perspective because years prior, I've gone right to work, right to work, like right after Christmas or any holiday. Sometimes I work holidays um, if they're like the smaller ones. And sometimes I still do like usually on like the 4th of July and stuff like that, depending what day it is, especially if it's in the middle of the week. I'll just take like two or three in the morning and then have the rest of my day off. So, which makes it really, and that's actually what I did for New Year's Day and it was fine. But having that like four day 
extended weekend. Like I don't get that. <laughs> I don't, I don't give that to myself. Like unless we're going on a vacation and oh my gosh, it was so worth it. Like I think next year I'm going to do that for like Thanksgiving and for Christmas because that's when everyone else has time off. When else is anyone going to take the time off? And even if we're not doing anything, it's just so nice for my mental health to be like, oh my gosh, I don't have to work. Like, and I love my job. And that's why I don't mind taking clients like on the kind of half holiday, whatever. Um, but yeah, it was really, really, really nice to just have that break. So I definitely kind of made me realize that, okay, I need to be a little bit better about like breaks with myself and not overworking and definitely going to kind of like go into the new year with that. So and then we were able to see all of my stepdad's kids um, for a big dinner. Um, and then my parents flew back the Thursday after Christmas. So that was kind of it. And then I did basically have New Year's Day off. I only had two in the morning. My husband and I were able to go to like a workout class at noon. <laughs> that felt weird, let me tell you. Um, and now we're just kind of back. I'm back working. We're doing the things. There's no other breaks that are coming up. We do have a cruise end of February, which I'm super excited. You guys, like, my passport's going to be stamped for the first time. I've never been on a cruise ship. I've never been out of the country. So we're super excited about that. And we kind of set it in place so that we had something to, like, look forward to after the holidays, which uh, I feel like such a Scrooge. And I don't know what it is this year. I don't know if I was, like, really anxious about, like, getting everything prepped because I'll be honest, like... I pick out basically all the presents for everyone in our family and we get like, I wish that we did like a sibling, like draw, like some families will do like, Oh, like one sister get draws out of a hat and gets the brother or like, like siblings don't all have to give everyone a gift. We still have a lot of siblings that are like young and live at home. So my husband and I give everyone a gift. We have eight siblings between both of us and three sets of parents. So that definitely gets expensive. Again, I love gifting gifts. So like, I don't mind, but it's a little hectic and stressful to like pick something out that you think like everyone's going to love and bless my husband's heart. But he just like, he doesn't know you guys don't know usually. So I was like, all right, I'll take care of it. I've kind of been the one to take care of it and I don't mind. I love it, but it's just hectic. And so I feel like I thought I was going to be really sad when the holidays ended but not gonna lie, I'm like really happy. <laughs> I, and it's not like I didn't have fun. It's not like I didn't love hanging out with our family. It's not like I didn't enjoy myself during the holidays. It just was like not my year for the holidays. I don't know. I don't know. It was just hectic. It was crazy. It was busy. Um, and I'm really, really happy to have it be done. Yeah. That's, I was a Scrooge this year. It's fine, you guys. I, 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 it's fine. I was, I was a Grinch. It's chill. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to kind of have that, like that door closed. I'm happy to kind of close up the year. Last year, my husband and I were really in like our wellness and, and self-care and like self-betterment era. So we sat down and made these like beautiful vision boards. I had this whole like presentation basically for myself, like, like on my iPad and just had goals and everything was kind of organized. And I think I really only completed like two of those. Like definitely some of them were more like, Oh, like I want Caleb and I to have like a weekly date night. And I think we have really done pretty well with that. Um, I did have a goal to read at least five books 
and you guys will be so proud of me. I'm a reading girly. I read 11 books this year from start to finish. I was super excited about that. Um, I am still reading my Throne of Glass series. I think I'm on the fifth. Let's see. Yeah, fifth book. I'm like struggling through it. So pray for your girl. But I do kind of go in this like ebbs and flows. Like I feel like for three months, I'll be like reading every second I can. And then I go through kind of a slump for a couple months and then I get back on it. And so I'm just trying to be patient with myself. Like I'm, I'm still enjoying the the books. I love the books. I think I'm just kind of in a slump, like not really wanting to read. I want to like do other things. I have a show, like I'm watching Gilmore Girls right now and I've been like loving that. So whether it's a show or my book, like there's always some kind of content I'm consuming. But anyway, so that was one of my big goals that I was super, super excited about because I wanted to get into reading. I had loved it when I was a teenager and it was something that I just thought would be really fun for me to kind of do as an adult. Like it's a hobby. It's not like super time consuming. It's not super expensive. Um, so yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't set a, a goal this year, but I think for now my goal is to just finish the series because it definitely like, I'm only halfway through the series right now. So I definitely want to like finish that, have that completed call it a day. Um, and then we'll kind of see from there. So updates to come on, on the book goals and the reading goals. And then one of the other goals that were pretty memorable was I wanted to try and do like Pilates reformer classes because I've always done Matt Pilates. I've done like Pilates classes. I got really into bar last year. Um, and reformer has always been something that I've wanted to try, but it's really expensive. And so spring, of 2023 was when I started getting into it and I now would do it like two three times a week and I'm really really grateful that I'm able to do that I've kind of found a little hack to make it cheaper um so yeah that's been really really nice I've been enjoying that so good for you it just makes you feel like girly and fun and I don't know it's a great workout too so those were kind of the only goals that I really pinpointed and realized that I like completed other than that I did have some business goals that I didn't complete, but you know what? Like things change. And that was kind of what made me realize as I was going through my goals and kind of recapping the year and deciding what I wanted to do going into this year. And, you know, I realized oh, I, I kind of got on myself, you know, cause I was like, oh, I didn't complete this goal. Oh, I didn't do this. I didn't make as much money. I didn't do this. I should have taken more clients, but I was like, you know what? I'm so happy right now. And I love my work and I love my job and I love my schedule. And for the first time in my life, I have more work-life balance than I've ever had. I wouldn't say if it's a perfect balance, I do need to work on that. But it's been way better than my work-life balance has ever been before. Because before I was just taking as many as I could, booking whenever, like it just, it was nuts, you know? And, I, and I'm really grateful for it. And I made, you know, some good money back then and... I've just kind of realized that money is not like the driving force for me, me anymore. I would rather make a little bit less money and have a stable mental health. So, and, and my husband and I definitely worked on like kind of our, our roles in our relationship. And, and obviously this doesn't work for everyone, but I definitely am more of a, a feminine, like homemaker kind of caretaker role. And so when I'm able to do things like keep the house clean and, and prep meals and all that kind of stuff and, and get groceries and run errands and all that kind of stuff, I, I notice that I'm more fulfilled and I'm more happy than 
the weeks like like the week before Christmas, for example, I was working from sunup till sundown, um, had very little breaks. My back was really like bad that week. Um, the house wasn't a mess, but I just like didn't get to anything. And luckily my sweet husband like stepped in and helped with a lot of it. And I appreciate that. And I love that. It's just not something that works for me and like works for our relationship. I prefer like to work a little bit, get as much done as I can in the house, make my husband's life easier, make my life easier. Um, and obviously life changes, right? Like it ebbs and flows. It's all over the place. So this year's mantra, I, I just want to enjoy this year. I don't want to have these like strict goals. I don't want to have these strict, like I need to completely change who I am because to be completely honest with you, I like who I am. I like what I'm doing with my life right now. Obviously, and I think this is a human like thing. Of course, there are things I want to change about myself. Of course, there are things that I want to improve on and I want to be better on. But I think that's just a part of being human. That doesn't mean, though, that I need to have this resolution to completely change and alter who I am. Because I like who I am right now. And so I kind of just want to go into this year and have little things that I want to improve on. There there are some things in my confidence that I want to improve on. I want to work on like my mental health. I've noticed that I don't do well when I have set things that I like have to have to do. Um, there are a couple things like in my mind, you know, I have a few non-negotiables, right? Like my, my workout every day and movement every day is a non-negotiable. Getting 10K steps a day for me is a non-negotiable. Um, trying to get on my walking pad for 30 minutes a day, which usually pulls me to that 10K steps goal is a non-negotiable. Um, doing my skincare every day, spending time with my husband, like all these kind of things, but I don't do so well when it's like, I have to meditate for 10 minutes every single morning at 7.30 a.m. That gives me anxiety. And I also like, my schedule is so up and down and all around and all over the place that sometimes I'm not able to fit that in. And then what I found myself doing, because I did have a lot of goals like this last year, I found myself being really hard on myself because I'm kind of an all in, like all or nothing kind of person with things sometimes. So it would get to the point where like, if I didn't meditate one day, I was like, screw it. I'm not meditating anymore. Like I, I can't do it. Oh, screw it. I didn't do this. Oh, I'm not doing it anymore. You know what I mean? Um, so I just want to focus on doing things that can better me, but also not stress me out. And, and, you know, if, and I want to be, I think the word for this year, honestly, is intuition and, and intuitiveness. And I, and it kind of, goes in so many different things, right? Like with eating, I want to intuitively eat. If I'm full, I'm done. I'm not eating. If I'm still hungry and my plate is done, then maybe I'll grab an apple or I'll have a little bit of dessert. I'm not going to go crazy. Um, or if I wake up and I'm like, you know, I'm feeling a little bit anxious today. I want to meditate today. I don't care if it's first thing in the morning or last thing before I go to bed, but let me take five minutes today and meditate. Or I feel like my husband needs some extra love. Let me go, you know, bring him a soda to work or something. You know what I mean? Like, 
I want to take this year and just do things that I feel like doing. And of course, there's things we have to do every day, right? Like I have to pay my bills. I have to work. Um, but I want to kind of take control and take back my life in, in the other facets and, and things in my life where if I start the week and my energy is depleted and I'm on my period and I'm exhausted and crampy, maybe my workouts every day are just walking. That's okay. I still got movement in. Or maybe there's a week where I just want to go ham. I want to do Pilates every single day. I want to go to hot classes. I want to go to reformer classes. I want to lift weights. Then I'm going to take advantage of that energy and just send it. So I think instead of creating all these goals to stress myself out and I, I think obviously like if it works for you, great. If not, no worries. But I think it's something we can all kind of take on. I think this time of year can be a really beautiful time of year. It's, it's a fresh start. It's a, a new beginning. You know, we're kind of closing the door on 2023 and we're opening this new door to 2024. And there's a lot of pressure around that though. There's, there's a lot of expectation and a lot of, uh, you know, I want to lose weight and I want to do this and I want to do this and I need to change this and I need to make all this money. And, and that's great, right? Like I love the drive. You have to have some kind of drive to get through life. Like I wouldn't be where I'm at with my business today if I didn't have those new year's resolutions two, three, four or five years ago. Right. But this year and, and just the place where I'm at right now, this month, this day, this minute is I want to just enjoy. And I want to be able to be fluid and flexible because the year is going to change. I may have an expectation of what this next year looks like. I don't know what's going to happen though. You don't, you really have no clue what's going to happen. And I think just kind of letting your goals and your aspirations kind of be fluid and flexible is something that's really important going into this time of year. And so I hope you guys can kind of take that for what it's worth. If it, if it makes sense to you, great. If not, don't worry, don't take it. Um, just enjoy my voice, I guess. But um, I think it would be really important for all of us to just take the pressure off. It's January, it's a new month, it's new year, and that's fabulous. And there are so many things that are going to happen to all of us this year. And I think we should just take advantage of all the opportunities and just bask in that. But don't stress yourself out. It's not worth it. If you don't have any goals this year or right now, that's okay. Maybe you're going to start some goals next month. There's no one, like, there's no one rule that says January 1st, you have to have all the goals for the year and you can't make any goals any other time. That's not a thing, you guys. Like, so if you're feeling that pressure, please just like take a deep breath, take a, take a chill pill, like take a drink. You're fine. It's okay. You don't need to have all these amazing, crazy goals. I think it's very important to sometimes realize that if we need to just get through the day and get through the week or get through the month or the year, that's okay. But this year, I am not just going through the motions. I'm not going crazy. I'm not forcing myself. I'm just going to enjoy. And so I hope you guys will all join me in enjoying 2024. I hope you will live intuitively, enjoy, not leave soliciting signs on your door, um, not use hippy dippy therapy words with me. Um, I'm just kidding. You guys could do whatever the hell you want. But um, this is going to be a good year, you guys. And I'm so excited to see where 
my career goes, where my husband's career goes. I'm excited to see where our family is at in a year. And I'm, of course, so excited for the next year with you guys. So I love you all. Thank you so much for being a listener and being a part of my life. You guys seriously are huge. Like the fact that I have, like, even if it was just like one person a week that listened, it's maybe helping someone, you know what I mean? And that's kind of why I wanted to do this podcast is one, I like to just talk and get thoughts out that I normally wouldn't share with people like in person or with my clients or just in a normal conversation, it kind of just gives me a space to just talk and ramble and just get all my things out. But I did also want to give this space where if I had something to say that maybe would help someone, that maybe it does. And if I only help one person from an episode, then I did my job and that's okay. And that's all I want. So I hope you guys know I love you so much. Have such a good week. Have such a good year. I will see you next time. Bye.